everyone, I'm Larissa Russell of Creative You, and I'm your host of the Creative Soul Healing Podcast. Here's where we talk about the connection between creativity and healing by interviewing amazing creatives, spectacular healers, and inspiring people who have used creativity in their healing. What does it mean to be creative? What is creativity? You don't have to write a best-selling book or paint a masterpiece or even play in a rock band. Creativity is in everything that we do, in the ways we think, in the way we run a business, in our everyday lives, we are creative all the time. Let's talk about how we are creative and how creativity helps us heal mentally, physically, and emotionally, right now on the Creative Soul Healing Podcast. Hi, everyone. Larissa Russell of Creative You Healing, and welcome to the Creative Soul Healing Podcast. Today, I have with me Maureen Nato. Maureen is a woman in recovery, a mother of two grown daughters, and an artist, but she likes to call herself a creative, the soulful creative. Being a creative means putting more importance on the process rather than the result, knowing that's where we access potent healing, inner wisdom, and deep connection. Maureen's art practice involves consciously inviting the power of creativity to heal, awaken, and shift energy. Maureen is filled with gratitude that her life journey brought her to a place where she was able to find nourishment and clarity with art making. Maureen is passionate about sharing meditative and therapeutic techniques that she has developed over the years. Maureen loves teaching and guiding others in their creative journey. So welcome, Maureen. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here today. I'm so happy to have you. I just, when you find those people who are, you know, speak your language and do (laughs) yes it's it's we need this connection with one another because art is so can be very you know we 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 create in our studios mostly alone and Mm -hmm. so it's so nice to come out of that and connect with others yeah absolutely Mm -hmm. absolutely so can you share some of your story and the path that's brought you here Yeah, sure. Um, Well, I grew up in a small suburb up in New England, and um, I I grew up with a loving family, but we are riddled with alcoholism. And so um, it was was chaotic, to say the least. And um, I, I sort of grew up just feeling like not really knowing what was going on, what was expected of me, and where my place was. And so I ended up uh, going into my own addiction and seeking comfort and guidance um, down that road, down that path. And, um, you know, it wasn't until I was about 20 where I I just, I, I basically hit bottom and I had given up my art you know, because I was doing art in um, elementary school and in middle school and in high school, but I ended up just giving all of that up. And um, I finally reconnected with that um, after, after getting sober and um, working, um, working a program. I, which just, you know, just speaking this, just talking about this right now, it just fills me with so much gratitude. Um, that I was able to come back to what really fills me up, you know, what really connects me to my own self, to my soul. Um, it took me a few years, you know, I was really scared because recovery asks us to do everything differently. You know, it asks us to show up 
differently. It asks us to, to make different choices, um, to maybe even make major life changes. And so I had to really heed the call and really open up to just creating a whole new life and also creating differently. You know, I found that I couldn't go back to the work that I was doing before. It was all different. My life experience had changed me so much that my creative path had shift as shifted as well. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's interesting about creativity and the, the changes as we change our work changes, right? Sure. And sure. yeah, I, I know for my own self, some of the, what I would consider darker pieces that I created when I was in a more um, not so great place in my life and then how mm-hmm. it shifted and it's much lighter and, and airier, if you will, and more movement and flow in it now. Yeah, absolutely. Art is an extension of ourselves. And, you know, it's that where the healing is for me is just honoring where I am, you know, just showing up and sort of, you know, not only honoring myself, but giving myself permission to sort of feel whatever feelings live below the triggers, whatever is going on under there, instead of putting pressure on myself to create a pretty picture or paint, you know, um, a beautiful flower, which there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that either. But I have to do my, my creative work where it connects to the healing process is like I just said, just showing up and allowing whatever needs to come out to come out and to not not get in the way of that. So that's a practice. Yeah, absolutely. And I I mean, that's what healing with creativity is, right. Is that Mm -hmm. um, being more mindful of why or the process and and not so much the emphasis on the finished product right exactly you know I mean we we all know what expressive art is you know um, even people that that aren't artists or consider themselves a creative they know the difference between an expressive art piece and a realistic style piece Mm -hmm. So we feel the emotion, we feel, we feel so much more connection in that expressive art. Um, And so I, not really knowing who I was when I first, you know, came into recovery, not even knowing what my favorite color was, what my preferences were, I was sort of whoever you wanted me to be. That's what my life was. I had sort of abandoned myself and gone into that full-blown people-pleasing mode that a lot of us, not only sensitive or creatives, but women Mm -hmm. in our society, that's, we, we can really go into that. And I did it to a point where I lost myself, you know, and we talk about our voice and finding our voice. And that is really what art helped me do. And doing something called art journaling which is what I love to teach. And that is really where I not only found healing, but I've been able to tap into it in a way that I am receiving wisdom. And what does that mean? It really just means that I'm getting in touch with my intuition. It's that small 
little whispery voice that we can only hear when we make time and space to get still and quiet, which is a real challenge for a lot of us. And so I have found that, um, you know, I do meditate, I do sit in stillness, and I do practice that as well. Um, and that's something that I went into deeper a couple of years ago and got a certification to teach that meditative process. But really, I love doing that through art. And so there's a few different ways that I do that. And that's really what I love to teach and share. That's really. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and it's so true that when we can allow ourselves to be immersed in a piece that we're working on in whatever medium that is, right? It, I mean, you could be in your garden, you could be um, baking, whatever it is for you, that's your creative outlet. Mm -hmm. When you can immerse yourself into it and get into that meditative state, it's right. amazing. Yeah. The flow state, the yeah. flow state it's, and you know, it's where we you lose all track of time and we're just, we're so in the moment we're at one, you know, and it's, it's so refreshing for me to, to practice that. And I do garden too. I, I connect to that different, that flow state through different things. Mm -hmm. um, but art is my favorite way to do that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. absolutely. Mm -hmm. So what inspires you in the work you do? Just that, uh, connecting with uh, sort of a power greater than myself, mm -hmm. if you will, you know, just that sort of coming out of a small mindset and, and into a larger uh, picture. Um, and, and whatever, you know, it, it's surprising because a lot of times I really, I still don't even know where I am half the time, you know, after my morning chores and doing, you know, doing all the things that we need to do. Um, I come to the art journal, which I now really love to just have set up on a table and I have all my supplies there so that I don't have to set up and clean, you know, of course I have to do a little cleanup, but when I just approach the blank page, um, a lot of times I, I don't even know like what's swirling around inside me. And so again, it's just that opportunity to, um, to say, well, let me just, you know, let me just pick this pencil up and, and start writing, or, you know, I'll do that automatic writing where we just begin writing and see what comes out. Um, and so it's just, it's just a beautiful way of connecting with, with really, you know, my higher self, my, you know, what's going on in me because I can lose that so quickly. You know, I really can. I know what's going on with you and my daughter and my, you know, everybody else. Because, <laughs> um, you know, I have that caretaker thing as well. So I need to do this for self-care, for self-nourishment, um, for connection, and for my recovery. This is, yeah. So that's a practice of all those things. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that comes up with creatives a lot is about monetizing what we do, right? And what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I have no problem with that. You know, it, it's, um, you know, money makes the world go around. And this is just, it's our currency. I believe in really um, harnessing our gifts, that this is what we're supposed to do. We all have unique gifts. And even if you put 10 artists, uh, you know, 
in a row and you look at them, they all have something different and unique to share. And we're, we're really opening up to that right now. I love the energy that's out there right now because so many more people are saying, well, I'm not an artist, but you know, I, I'm going to let myself play. It's like, yes, yes. You know, because we don't have to be artists. I mean, I did go to school for art and, and teaching, you know, I have a degree, but I had to unlearn a lot of that stuff, to be honest with you, mm-hmm. to really tap into my own personal creative energy. So, um, you know, and you're talking to someone who is just embarking on monetizing what I'm doing and offering classes and workshops. And now I'm moving up to the online platforms. And I don't think that there's anything wrong with it. I like to give away a few of my classes. I always hold a spot or two in my live workshops for people that, you know, I just, I just leave those spaces open um, so that if the universe sends me someone, um, and usually those spots do fill. Mm-hmm. So I think that there's a way to do it where we're bridging spirituality with, you know, with monetizing, as you say, you know, we can, we can do both. There's nothing wrong with it at all. And I will have classes that are maybe on the pricier side, but I'll also have a class like what I'm offering right now on my website which is a short little art journaling invitation. And that's just for, you know, $14. So I think that if we are going to do this, we need to sort of just make it accessible in some way. Yeah. 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 I think that's really, you know, that giving part uh, is so important with the receiving, right? And if we expect to just receive, 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 and without giving, Mm -hmm. So I do a lot of free things on my website as well. I do free things or lower price things. And then I have some absolutely pricier things that I think, um, but I, you know, money is, is this form of energy. And so I absolutely agree. I just like to see what other people think about it because I know it's a constant, um, it constantly comes up for creatives and healers, especially. It does. It does. And what I have to go back to, and I I also coach, well, I don't really like to use the word coach, but I guide other people in this process. And I just had someone that um, is making soaps. She's making beautiful products and, you know, and she, she's constantly trying to, she's undercharging herself Mm -hmm. at times. And so I'm saying to her, your time and energy is worth what you have to put a price on that, which is really difficult to do, but you know, it has to do with self-worth. Yeah. You know, we we have to respect ourselves or guess what? Nobody else is going to, nobody else is going to come in and say, Oh no, I'm going to give you $8 for this bar of soap when you're just trying to charge them three fifty. I mean, you know, so that's just an example. And, and that, that has taken me a while. I mean, I had to have other people guide me in that as well. So it's, it, it is an ongoing, um, process, but I think that really just thinking about it in terms of, you know, my, my time is worth just as much as it is. And I, and I respect that for other people as well. You know, I don't expect other people to do things for me for free either, you know? (laughs) So yeah, it goes both ways. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So 
What would you say you're the proudest of in your life? Oh my goodness. The proudest, I mean, I think that overall it's that I've tried to be true to myself and that, you know, that's, that, that's a practice in itself. Um, so, but yeah, just, um, to thine own self be true, you know, that's just showing up. And of course, you know, being a woman in recovery and helping other people and teaching and, you know, my, my two beautiful daughters. I mean, I've had so many accomplishments, but ultimately I think it's because I chose to love myself and, and, and be, be who I'm supposed to be here. Mm -hmm. I think that's so important. And that's one of the things that I help women do is to sort of step into their own authenticity yeah. Because we get so lost as women, as you were saying earlier, mm-hmm. in what everybody else needs, what everybody else wants. And we don't yep. really know where our place in that is. And right. then often, you know, everybody leaves home or, you know, maybe your relationship ends or, or whatever happens in your life. And all of a sudden you're like, I never, I never was my own self. So now what? So well, sure. I mean, I know there's a lot of people when they come to me, they've never even asked themselves what they want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, just a simple question of what, what do you want for your life right now is like, well, you know, so it's, it's so important. And I think that the creative process is a conduit for that. It can really, you know, just knowing your preferences. I mean, one of my exercises that I do for the art journaling is just, um, picking three symbols that, that resonate with you. Um, you know, looking at five colors and picking two of them that, you know, call to you. So just grounding into these basic preferences, likes, dislikes, um, can really remind us that we already have a strong sense of self within. We're just, we just get disconnected from it. So it's like, it's like just remembering, just coming back, coming back to ourselves. And when we live life connected to that, it's a game changer. It changes everything. The universe shows up and supports you and people start appearing and asking you to do that. And it's just like, wow, you know, so that's, um, that's the power of of creativity, I believe. And, and just, um, again, with the art, art journaling, I just keep coming back to that because it's such a free flow way for to introduce people to the creative process and the creative energy that they hold. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's what I do too. I do healing mm-hmm. with creativity. And so using the creativity to unlock um, the stories we tell ourselves or those blocks that are getting in our way. And it's so important, right? It is because we can, we're the only ones that can do this work for ourselves. You know, we really are. Nobody can do this work for us. And it doesn't mean that we're alone in it. And I think that the fear of being alone, um, it keeps people from embarking on this and any recovery journey or any spiritual journey, because we fear that, you know, but we really end up connecting more deeply with people through it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And, and just looking at the work you do, and if you could change one aspect of our society through your work, what would that be? 
just the knowledge that anyone, you know, that we all have creative energy within us. Mm. You know, it doesn't matter what walk of life, what personality traits you have, what, you know, what you were told as a child in elementary school, there's a lot of wounded, wounded creatives out there mm-hmm. that told a lot of things. So it's just that it's just that, you know, if you have the willingness and you have an open heart, um, you can utilize this energy and yeah. you can, you can find healing and wisdom in it. Yeah. It's, it's, interesting that you say that because the number one question I get asked is, you know, I'm not creative. Will this work for me? And it's like, you absolutely are creative. You've just stifled it somehow with something that's come through you. Right. Right. And, 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 and we shut that off. We shut that off. I mean, I still have the voices of a couple different teachers in my head, you know, I mean, that's going to always be there. And that's called the critic. And we all have to deal with the critic and there's different ways and tools of doing that, that I have put into practice and that I share with my students. But, you know, ultimately it's, how can we say we're not creative? I mean, look at us. We're, we're born out of a creative state. We're born from a seed. I mean, look at, you know, it's, it look around you, you know, we're, we're in this, world like how can we not be divine creative beings you know if we really just stop and think about it I mean does it mean you can draw a human figure or a human face that looks realistic no that's a skill and if you want to learn that you can too but that's not really what this is about this is about just um you know having some fun, pushing some paint around, exploring and allowing our curiosity, allowing that wondrous childlike sense of curiosity to guide us. And that is an energy of itself that I, that I identify with as the creative energy. You know, it's that childlike wonder of, ooh, what's going to happen when I squirt some of this ink on top of this white paint that's wet and swirl it around. Like what's going to happen? And following that, if we use that as a guide, it's like, you know, I think Einstein's the one that said play is the most important research, you know? So yeah. And anybody can connect to that. And even if you don't have arms, you know, you've got, or you have feet or you have an elbow, you know, I've seen, uh, people with all different types of handicaps create some amazing work, you know, Mm -hmm. because it's just, it's just coming from their soul. It's coming from them. And, and they are the only ones that could, could, could make that. Yeah. Cause ultimately creativity is expression, right? So you're expressing self in your creativity. Exactly. And it reminds us that, you know, wow, I'm the only one that has this fingerprint, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm the only one that, so it ties me back into that, my uniqueness, the divine sense that, you know, um, even though I'm, I'm just, you know, another artist, you know, but, but I'm, I'm unique 
And, and we forget that about ourselves too, especially in the adolescent years. You know, I have contact with some adolescents and they don't want to be unique. <laughs> you know, they want to be like everybody else. Uh, but, you know, it, so I think that that's a really another great reminder that the creative energy has for mm-hmm. us and lesson. And through everything that you've been through, uh, through the years and the work you do, have you struggled with imposter syndrome? And, and if so, how have you gotten through that? So imposter syndrome is like, when are you saying that? Like, it's like when you have that feeling like you're a fake. Yeah. 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 I haven't had that in a long time, but I used to suffer from that a lot. Like they're going to find out I don't really know what I'm talking about, or I don't really know what I'm doing. And ever since I started practicing more intuitive art, I don't really run into that as much. Mm-hmm. Um, when I'm putting myself out there, you know, on social media and things, I try to be very mindful of using my words and my language and letting that be enough. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a practice of just, you know, I am enough. I don't need to pretend to be someone else or have all the answers or know how to do everything or have tried every medium out there. I, I think of that, that might be the case, but <laughs> pretty close, but you know, it's, um, so what I would suggest for people that are feeling that way is to really make sure that you're ask yourself, are you doing your work? You know, it's okay to jump into somebody else's process and take a class and learn. And, um, but ultimately I think there's a difference between craft and art. Mm -hmm. Art for me is all about self-expression. Yeah. It has to have that in it. It has to have that ingredient and a craft is like you're, you're, you know, you're doing somebody else's process and you're, and there's nothing wrong with that at all. Mm -hmm. But if you're putting it out there as your own work, that might be where those voices could be coming from as well, you know? So just check it out and, and just make sure that you're making your own choices and decisions within your, your art. And I still take classes, you know, I do. And I love to say, oh, oh, she's doing that. Let me try that. And um, I'm a lifelong learner. I'm a seeker. Mm-hmm. I'll be doing, I'll be doing that till I'm 80. But that's, you know, that's not my work. That's explorations, that's studies, that's so I've made that distinction. Mm-hmm. And so I only put really my work out there as my work. Everything you see on my website or Instagram, that's that's my personal work that yeah. So Yeah, absolutely. I and I I think it it's one of those things as we step more authentically into ourselves we mm-hmm. struggle with less and less, right? I Absolutely. know in my younger years, just everything I did, mm-hmm. whether it was, you know, a job or my art or whatever it was, I was mm-hmm. always like, someone's going to figure out, I don't know what I'm talking about or, you know, and I totally knew what I was talking about. Yes. You know, yeah. but you and doubt I, yourself. We do. And we all have doubts. And I'm not saying that, I'm definitely not saying that I still don't have doubts, but 
I think that the difference is um, I'm in a process of within my art, you know, I, there's cycles to the creative. Uh, you know, if you, if you look at creativity as a cycle, let's mm-hmm. say that there are different aspects and I practice those, you know, consistently. So I practice the stillness. Like right now I want to do 10 different things. I want to go in 10 different directions. Not much different about that, but I know when that's happening and I'm like, Oh, I want to do what she's doing. I want to do, I need stillness. Mm-hmm. You know, I need um, solitude that if you think about the analogy of a seed, you know, we need the darkness, we need the dormant stage. And then we have, you know, the seed and then the seedling and then the bloom, right? And then from that, the seeds come. And so it's a cycle like that. You know, there's, there's stillness, there's inspiration, there's actually creating the work and then there's reflecting. So I think if we really just become a little more mindful and reflect and make sure that you're not only expressing what you want to express, but that you're, um, you know, asking yourself, um, you know, what did I get from this? Did I get the connection that I'm craving or did I just make something beautiful to show someone? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So, because for me, I'm looking for the whole package. I'm looking for, yeah. So that's what's important to me. That may not be, you know, it might just be someone wants to just make something that impresses someone else and that fills them up. There's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that. But for me, I need to make sure that it's doing, that it's checking all those boxes. Does that make sense? Yeah. I'm not talking. So. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So do you, do you have an inspirational quote that you live by? Oh my gosh. I am such a quote person. I have quotes everywhere. Like I have quotes four on my desk right now. So I, um, well, you know, I already mentioned to thine own self be true. Mm -hmm. Um, and that is a quote that really inspired me to begin my recovery journey, which all of my whole life has sprung from. So I would have to say, and I think that's Socrates. Um, but I have many, many, um, quotes like from, uh, art, you know, art is a guarantee to sanity which is a really good one. Um, the French artist, um, Berg, uh, I don't know if I'm pronouncing her last name right, but Louis, Louise Berg, Burgesses said that. And, you know, so I just, it, it's not so much the quotes, but it's these people behind the quotes that, you know, you look at their lives and everything that she went through and she used art to heal from cancer. And I mean, look at, you know, Frida Cole, who, um, Kalo, I'm sorry, I pronounced her name wrong. Um, you know, look at like some of these powerhouse women artists that use their creativity, um, and were expressing things that nobody else had, you know, Georgie O'Keefe is another one groundbreaker. Mm -hmm. Um, and she, she said, her quote that I love is there has never been a time when I haven't been afraid of everything 
but it hasn't stopped me, you know? So it's, it's just, it's just the women artists that I, I feel like are here in my studio with me and they're behind me and they're rooting me on. Um, and, and, you know, it's scary to, to create and put yourself out there. You know, it's not easy. I mean, sometimes, you know, I'm looking at the likes and, oh my goodness, nobody's let, you know, and it's like, I have to come back to, well, you know, I got a lot of healing out of that. I got a lot of insight through doing that piece Mm -hmm. and that's part of my journey and it's sacred. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And I see that you have a free gift for our listeners. Yes, I do. I'd like to offer your listeners access to my brand new art journaling class. Mm -hmm. It's really a sweet little lesson. It's called the sacred heart art journaling class. And we, I bring you through the process of creating a beautiful art journal spread and we contemplate what is sacred. What is sacred to you? What do you come back to time and time again that nourishes your soul and fills you up in a way that nothing else can. So I would like to offer them that. And if they email me, I can email them the free access code at checkout that they can use to get the class. Perfect. So we'll make sure we have that information for them. And is there anything else you'd like to add that we maybe haven't discussed today? I mean, you know, with this type of a podcast, I don't know if I'm preaching to the choir, but you know, just, just be brave, you know, just, you know, buy a book. When I first started art journaling, I decided I was not going to show it to anyone, which really took the pressure off, you know, especially someone that's got an art degree. I mean, you should see some of my art journal pages. It's like, what's that? But you know, it's, (laughs) so just, just, start where you are and know that you have everything you need within you to do some really wonderful work. So just go for it, go for it and follow that curiosity, follow the curious nature in you to choose everything from materials to classes, to people to follow, you know, just follow that curious nature within you. That would be my two cents. I love that. I love that. (laughs) Great advice. So I want to thank you so much, Maureen, for being here today. Thank you. Thank you. This has been wonderful. Yeah. I love, I love sharing the message of creativity and healing. Absolutely. Thank you for doing what you're doing because we need this. We really, really do. We, we need more creativity because it is so healing. And I think that, again, it's the message that we have this inner wisdom, you know, we're so prone to running around looking for it everywhere. And there's nothing wrong with therapy or a community to come together and get support. But we can't forget that we have this wisdom within us. So creativity allows us to express that. So Yes. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks again. Thanks again. To our listeners, we will see you again next week. And in the meantime, I wish for you amazingly creative days. Are you a daily journaler? Do you want more creativity in your day? 
We have two great creativity journals to start your day with. One for people who already have a journaling practice and one for people who are new to journaling. Both are an amazing way to start your day. Both make the perfect gift for a person in your life. Check out Have an Amazingly Creative Day and How Do I Have an Amazingly Creative Day? Both currently available on Amazon. Click the link below to purchase yours now.